My Love of Life Energy is a podcast created by Anna Scott. Anna knows that every human being sees life uniquely. In this podcast, she will talk to people and learn from them. These conversations are to shine the brilliance of each human being she speaks to. Join her. After each exploration, you will expand on your insights and see truth and beauty. Good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to my podcast, My Love of Life Energy. And today I am honored with the guest, Amy Johnson. And I don't know her well, (laughs) but I know the little I've known about her is I fell in love. Um, I did, I met Amy, she asked me to be, do a call for her school, um, the Change Coaching Program. And I felt like I met an angel, somebody who really lived in the place of generosity and kindness. And I wanted to come on this this program and learn more about her and see what she sees and share it with the world. So welcome, Amy. Thank you for being with me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm really excited to have this conversation and see where it heads. There, there's um a place that when we did the call that I could really feel that you live from a place of generosity. Is that is that true? Did I did I miss that? <laughs> did I make that up? No, I I um it's funny. It's funny because you know, I think we go through life. I went through life, most of my life, calling people traits and things like this is a generous person. This is a funny person that, you know, and, and I, and and I generous or any trait, I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of words that never really would be a word that I would use to describe myself or, you know, I don't know. But when you say that, you know, I think what, I think what happens is when we just live from beyond all of this thinking, generosity isn't, isn't like generosity anymore. It's just natural. It's, do you know what I mean? Like, that's where it's like, I'm a little tripped up. It's almost like the word and it's just a word, right? But the word has all this connotation, but what I'm feeling and what you're asking is like, of course, because when we aren't living from this mind created identity, everyone is just generous and, and generous isn't even a thing we are. It's just the most natural thing in the world because we're all one and we, we are each other. And so of course we give to each other because we give to ourselves and there's really no difference. Oh my God. It's so, it's so funny. Cause I can feel when you said that, like the concepts of generous, like what we make up about it, yeah. Rather than the falling and feeling into the, just the nature of it. Yes. Yeah. You, you wrote, you're writing, you wrote a book called being human. Yeah. Can you tell me about, I, I'm fascinated by that because your, your perspective and your history on that. So I wrote being human, um, as I was learning about the principles actually. So it's been a little bit, but it's the book I was writing as I was learning about all this and sort of seeing things in a really different way. Um, and, and I love that, that one in particular, because it's a lot about my kids, because that's just what I, how I was seeing this all reflected at that time, as I was learning all of this, I had little, little kids, like my son was a newborn. 
uh, and my daughter was a couple years old and it was so clear and obvious to see, and it's very cliche now it feels like, but it was very fresh for me at, at the time to see, wow, like there's a, there's a default here and it's just mm -hmm. obvious and right in front of our faces. And then it just gets thought over. And I had all these little stories and that's what the book is, is these little stories of just showing how, how intimate they were with life, how them and life, mm -hmm. like there was no boundary. There was no boundary for them in anything. Everything was just intimate and immediate and present and just it just this pure being mm -hmm. and it highlighted for me how I didn't live there and how most adults I knew didn't live there the same way these little creatures did and how and I still use this all the time I just think just yesterday I was having a conversation with someone and they asked some question I was like well it could just feel the layers of complexity you know and it's like what would a kid do about this? And again, I know that's very cliche, but it's so true. It's cliche because it's oh, wow. true. Like, what would a kid do about your business? What would a kid do about this client <laughs> who hasn't paid? Really? This client who hasn't paid or, or the decision you have to make? Like, a kid wouldn't be sitting here thinking about it, right? There would just be some action spontaneously arise and life would move them towards something. And so- <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what a lot of that is, is just seeing that default in children. There, there's something you said, and I've never, I, I haven't heard it said this way before. They're, they're intimate with life. Mm. And what do you mean by that? that? That is so beautiful. There's no thought in the way. It's like oh, the, my God. You know, the only thing in the way of, I mean, there's nothing in the way. There's nothing in the way of us in life. We are life. There is no us, right? There is no us and life. It's all this one energy, but thought starts and gets identified with, and, and then it feels like it's in the way. So I think as that is seen through, or I don't know, recognized, there's a, a, a deeper intimacy which even intimacy is too is a word that sounds like a separation. You know, even intimacy implies some some that there are two things to be intimate with each other, and there are. It's one thing. Boy, that's such a. Um, I don't know why I'm feeling it so strong right now when you're talking about it. Yeah. And it just is that I've never, um, like intimacy. What you said, there's not a lot of things separating it. It's like the veils. Yeah. become thinner and thinner like the pretense of who we are yeah. there, there's no um pretending or making up who we are there's just sitting in who we are the truth of who we are i mean it's so isn't that awesome <laughs> it's just so Again, words don't even capture. It's so natural. It's so light. It's so just essential. Like the whole pretense thing. Oh my gosh. Like what, you know, the extent to which we got caught up in these pretenses and, a, and we, things were supposed to be a certain way. What a joke yet. That's where we live every time we're suffering, you know, it's yeah. So it kind of, feel beyond that is 
Amazing. It, um, I mean, I can feel the energy that we're speaking from right now. And I just am feeling this aliveness or this, whatever this is, like, you know, when I start to go to words, I lose it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's such a beauty and it. it's just such love. I mean, that's the, I mean, that's the word I'm trying to use to describe it. Yeah. And I feel like your eyes are on fire. Like they're these. <laughs> this conversation does it. <laughs> yeah. It's just. Yeah, love's a good word. Just being, just beingness. Beingness is a is one that kind of lights it up for me. Just a pure beingness. Uh, yeah. I know what you mean though, how it feels like words should happen, but then with every word, when words are great, they point, but they also kind of separate. They feel like they like like they can point us towards something, but they're also in a sense pointing us away. You know, this is the thing, Amy, I had never heard it before until, until you're speaking it right now. Now I understand why you're so successful. Um, Is that words actually separate. And I had never heard that. I'd never seen that until right now. Can you speak more about that? It's like, yeah, it feels to me like um, words are past it. Again, it's kind of back to this intimate thing, this intimacy, Mm -hmm. this oneness. By the time a word or a concept is thought up, now we're sort of away, not really, but in in a sense, we're thinking over what's already right here. So if there is this beyond thought, before thought, if there is just everything, this, this, this aliveness, this love, this beingness full of, full of nothing, but also full of absolutely everything like that is, I don't know, truth or our nature. A thought can arise in that space and it, and it's, and it's like, it kind of overlooks what's there. We get kind of preoccupied with the thought and we miss, you know, it's like the classic, we get preoccupied with the plot and the movie, the action playing out on the screen. And we completely miss the whole fact that this is all happening on a screen. We're blind to the screen. And that's sort of how it feels, I guess, as we get blind to the beingness because we get in the word. So the word feels like it, separates and and you know and words are amazing because they can point and they can do so much it's just a paradox i suppose wow well i guess i mean that's what's so interesting because then what i see is um the simple words like i love what you said about the kid they don't have the rich vocabulary they can't make it complex and just a simple word is more useful than the 10,000 words. Cause what you get in 10,000 words, you're getting further and further away from the feeling and for what, what's really there is what it looks like to me in this moment. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I recently in my community um, had Gary Renard, who's a teacher of uh, a course in miracles. He was a guest speaker for us. Yes. And, and he was saying that a course in miracles, the text 
has half a million words, it, but it is the most simple time. I mean, I, I hear in A Course in Miracles exactly what we share in the principle. It's just the essence is the exact same. It is so unbelievably simple. It's so simple that one word gets you too far past it. One word complicates it because it's so simple. It's before all words, right? Yet there's this text that's just kind of ironic that has 500,000 words. <laughs> And, and it just makes me think about, you know, like, that's how it is. Like we just talk and talk. And sometimes we, sometimes it feels helpful to talk and talk. And, you know, I know for me, I need to hear this stuff over and over. And as I have over the years, studied things and explored understandings, man, it's just gotten so much deeper and come to life in a real way. And I don't know if that would have happened without all those words. But yet the words are also in the way. It's just the weirdest paradox. It is. It's so funny. I love the fact that he said 500,000 words basically for one thing. Yeah. Basically one thing, fear or love. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Wow. Do you, do you see it? How long have you been studying the principles? I found or the looking principles. At yeah, around, uh, when was it? About 2011. So a little over 10 years, about 12 years. And are you still seeing things new and fresh? I mean, what do you? Oh my gosh. I mean, the last year or so has been huge for me. And yes, and seeing things totally new and fresh. Um, it does feel like it's the same. And I know I've heard other people say this, that it, it's not that there's more seen, there's just the same stuff up here again. This doesn't feel true as I say it in the words, but it's essentially the same insights I probably had 12 years ago, but man, do they feel different? Like everything just feels simpler and deeper and quieter. So, and which is just fascinating to me, because again, we kind of think out in the world, read the 500,000 words, it's going to be better than just reading one word, you know, do all, do all the studying and read all the books and more, more, more is better. And it, it doesn't feel like there's more knowledge mm -hmm. or more seen at all. It almost in a weird way, feels like there's less, there's that same couple things that just seem to go really simple and deep. God, that's beautiful. I can feel it in you. I can feel it in me that's feeling in you. I'm not sure, but I yeah. like the simplicity of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like when people say it's thought or it's just a thought or it's all thought, Ugh, that can be the most annoying, just stupid throwaway cliche in the world it can be hard it can be hurtful to hear that you know it can be anything but it also can be so profoundly profound <laughs> like it's so true you know the way a thought will arise and just come to life and and and, it, and we're so identified with it. And this looks like it's me and it's mine and all of that. And we don't, we're not thinking all that. That's just how it arises with this feeling of personal and me and mine and so grippy and, and, uh, 
and to see, oh, that's a thought. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the same insight I had 12 years ago. Oh, it's all thought. But man, it's nothing like it was then. It's just crazy. It's so funny that you're saying that because I, um, you know, I, I, I've been, I've been, uh, what's the word? I've used and said, well, it's just your thinking. But I said it from such a harsh place, not yeah. from the, wow, like the compassionate, like, yeah, we all get caught in it. And I'm seeing that, wow, we create our realities through thought now. Like, I'm really seeing it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's such a gift and such a kryptonite. Yeah. But to see it, and it's so, it's almost like a miracle to watch it happen. I don't know if you get that feeling like to watch like, wow, that's thought. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Totally. Totally. And it feels, I don't know if you felt this, but it, it used to feel to me like, oh, that's thought. And I'm going to use this knowledge to not have it anymore or to mm -hmm. not believe it so much or to, you know, be better with it or whatever. And now, like, I love the spirit I can feel like in how you're saying it. It's like, no, why would I get rid of this? Even when it's painful, it's a miracle. It, it More and more often, it just looks like something that's so crazy, miraculous and impersonal anyway. It's it's how how life appears to be for everyone, right? So what, what there's like so, so much less of a rush to ch ever change mm -hmm. anything, which is. Oh, wow. God, I think I like, you know, so we both are these um, have come across this understanding of the three principles. And that's what we're talking about. And I, when you just said that I used it to try and change. And what I'm just feeling in you is, and I didn't realize it till right now in this conversation. It's like watching the miracle of it happening. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, wow. wow, like right now, it's like, oh, wow, we're having this conversation through thought, like, like this energy is giving us the capacity to think and have it like, wow, that cool. It's so cool. And it doesn't matter, you know, like, that's where I think it and I don't mean that in a dismissive way, but it, ma it matters a lot. And it creates our reality. But there's something amazing and seeing that that's, that's what's playing out, you know, where it's like, Okay. Oh, you know, but you know what? I think it's your kid attitude that you saw this and you saw it fresh with kids. Because when you talk about it, I feel the child that like, I think that's where this is coming from is it's the child in you, the, the glee and seeing life happen, like seeing the bubbles being blown through the little wand. Yeah. It's like thoughts, like we dip the, the plastic bubble into the, the soapy water and we can pull it out and watch it happen. Like the, the beauty of watching it happen, no matter what the thought is. Yeah. Like we're that powerful of creators. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just the creation. It's just the temporary creation, which, which I think allows us to just really revel in it 
and again, I'm not, I'm not saying I always love suffering, <laughs> but, but, you know, relative to before, man, it's just a temporary creation. And, and I think as we start to see, it's just a temporary creation, you naturally start to, to fall back into what's not the temporary creation, meaning that love and that beingness and that aliveness that is there does not change ever, never, ever moves. So there's something really cool in that, that I've kind of noticed too, that back and forth where the thought piece is easier to talk about. It's what a lot of people kind of go to first and have some insights around, but, but it, but it feels really necessary because otherwise we're just so caught up in this creation as if it's so solid and true and personal, you know, it's hard there. But as we see it, the way we're talking about it and that we're feeling it in this moment, this miracle that just poof, it's like a bubble and it's so huge. And then it pops. There's something in that that kind of takes our attention away a little bit. And, and it feels like the, you know, the aperture opens and it's like, oh, yeah. that's just the creation over there. So I don't have to worry about that. That's not, that's not the whole of it. What, what's striking me right now from this conversation is, is that, again, I'm going back to the kid, is because we understand that, that, that love part, like that's who we are and that's our nature, like when there's not a lot of the veil. Is it so fun to dip in there and create from that place yeah. and have whatever I pulling out match the feeling of that love and generosity? Like, you know, when I pull out, you know, when you pull out, I don't know why I'm doing bubbles. It's the whole kid thing. But, you know, when you pull out the wand and you get all these, you know, like the big rows of bubbles that flow out. Yeah. But they all have that feeling of love and generosity. And you're creating from that. Like I, that's my experience. My one little small experience is the school you've created is that feeling. Yeah. And there's such a sharing. And, and because what else would it be in a sense, you know, and this has been a learning curve for me too, but that feeling is and then I feel like everything I'm saying is so cliche, but, but I know we're feeling it in a really real way. Like, like what else, what else, you know, nothing, literally nothing else matters. Everything flows from that feeling. And I think early on, I saw that, I saw that in theory, but I would still run around and try to do a lot of stuff much more so than today, just in case, <laughs> or I don't know, you know, like, let's like, I, I knew the feeling was the, was the, the essence of, of all of it. I, I don't know what was happening, but it, but now it's almost like, well, duh, like what else would you ever have to think about do? And that doesn't mean we don't think about things and do things, but it all is from that feeling. So for example, like I, I've, I train coaches and then I work with people who are struggling with habits, two different groups of people usually the habit people, many of the habit people then want to become coaches, but they're initially they're separate groups. Either way, either way in, if someone wants to be free of something that's plaguing them, anxiety, a habit, there's no amount of talking about it and thinking about it and rehashing it and talking about triggers and talking about what you ate yesterday and all of that, that's going to do anything all that helpful. 
Now, again, relative to what we're, what we know and where we're pointing, who cares? You know, like we could talk about that stuff all day long and yeah, there might be some little recognitions. There might be some little things come up from there, but, but you just start to see, no, when this person can feel like actually feel their health and truly see, oh, this thing of me as this person who has this addiction or this habit, that's a bubble. That's a thought created experience that, yeah, it might pop up every day, most of the day for the last 10 years. doesn't matter. It's still superficial. It's still a bubble. It's just a bubble that hangs around a lot and is very believed. So, so we just, you know, you know, you go to that essence, everything is just going to flow from there. And, and then just, you see that over and over. And, you know, I'm sure you see that with your clients too. Same with training people to share this and to coach when they're in this space, nothing else much matters. Yeah. We do some skill stuff. We practice, we do all that, but this is like 99.999% of it. So that's, that's just interesting how that's shifted. I used to know that was the essence of it, but still talk about all the stuff more. And I think that's so cool to see that flip. I, it's funny when you were um, talking about this, or I could just feel, you know, that the feeling we come from where we dip our wand has the biggest impact. Yeah. The feeling that we're, we're in. Because when you were talking about your clients with the habits, what I felt is your love for them and your compassion. And I just see that that's the invitation for them to open up to their nature because you're feeling your own love and your own, you're, you're so intimate with yourself and that the nature of you and how that's the invitation to them feeling it. Yeah. And that feels, that's so natural again, like just, you know, as, as it's not about a person anymore, like it doesn't matter what someone's past has looked like, or even what their present looks like, that's not them. And, and like, you know, like, that's why I have a hard time calling myself generous. I don't know. I don't even know who the heck I am, but I, but, but it's that space where all of this is wow i'm i'm getting clearer and clearer it's being in this not i am the space it's not being in it it's just i don't even know what the right words are but this is the greatest impact on people and that doesn't even seem right because it's it's who they are yeah you know, impact is even seems like a superficial word. Yeah. But I know what you mean. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? Like, I, that's kind of, I can feel that's a coaching word. Like I've, I, um, I mean, it's almost no impact. I mean, it looks like an impact, but it feels like what you're doing with people is just it's like they just are melting into themselves. Mm-hmm. It's what we were saying earlier, the pretenses and the uh, every, all those words that separate and thoughts are just words, same thing. All those thoughts that appear to separate 
just start to dissolve. And I love that what you said, like they just melt into themselves. There's just all the apparent boundaries and separation and all of that stuff that can look so real just mm. doesn't look so real. So there's nothing in the way of anything. I do, and it's not that it's like they don't melt, the, the words melt off. Yeah. And then their light shines out. Yeah. The truth of who they are shines out. Yeah. Wow. I've never heard words separating from a person like that. I just, I had never heard that. And I just see it's so clear now. Useful tool, but boy, they can separate us. Yeah. So Amy, if people are blessed enough to find you, they want to talk to you more. They want to learn more about your school. Cause I, I, <laughs> Just in the short time of our conversation, I've had that experience of being blessed by you. Where do they, where do they find you? How do they find out more? Thank you so much. Um, my website's dramyjohnson.com, just dramyjohnson.com. And there's all kinds of stuff there, a podcast and all, all kinds of stuff. Anything in closing for today? just this whole conversation is such a beautiful example of what we're talking about. You know, like we came into this, like, we don't know what we're going to talk about, but we dipped our wand in that, in that essence and look where it led. So I just, I don't know. I just, I love this. I, I, I love this conversation with you. I'm really, really grateful that our paths cross. So thank you. So my, thank you so much. 